Welcome to Hoshi's Nerd Squad's podcast. This is your host, Melody, and I have a special guest today. And I know you guys are really excited because we've been announcing it like a few times already on our Instagram. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, and from there, we're just going to start off this awesome podcast today. Melody, what's going on? Yeah, it's good to be here on the on the Hoshi's Nerd Squad podcast. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited. And uh, yeah, guys, for the listeners out there, Hoshi's Nerd Squad, they've been following my my work in the professional wrestling industry for for two and a half, going on three years now. And yeah. uh, they've been tremendous supporters of mine and of my uh, my colleagues. And and uh, yeah, it's great to be here on, on this new pod. I'm excited. Thank you, Melody. You're welcome. All right, so... Let's start you off with some questions, and we're going to take it from there. So, one of the questions was, how did you get started in wrestling, and what made you want to become a wrestler? Now, I know you've asked, Dave, you've been asked this a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's usually a question that, that gets thrown at me on podcasts, um, and I know this, the listeners here um, who, are, who are listening to me for the first time. Uh, a lot of them are into video games, and that's what got me into wrestling. Was a video game that me and my brother we rented back when there were video stores. For those who remember video stores, we went to one by our house. We picked up a game for PlayStation Two called WWF SmackDown. Just oh Breaking. my god, I owned that game. <laughs> you had that game, Melody? I played that game. Yes, I owned it. Really? They yeah, I owned that so- game. Wow, that's yeah. funny. That is funny. Yeah. So that was that was my intro to wrestling. I, and me and my brother, we just wanted a good fighting game. So we picked up that game, uh, went home, played it, loved it. And then we're flipping the channels that week on TV. And all of a sudden, we start seeing the people from the game on TV. And we're like, what's going on? What is it's WWE SmackDown? And so we just got hooked from that point on. Wow. Yeah, my brothers were obsessed with that game. Like when when they were gifted a, a PlayStation 2 for Christmas, it was like, you know, they ended up getting a few extra games. And um, I remember I ended up getting, of course, I'm really big with the whole Final Fantasy genre and I'm big with Disney. And I ended up getting Kingdom Hearts, which is like a mix between Final Fantasy and Disney. And I ended up getting that and you know we ended up getting some other games and we would go to blockbuster we would go to blockbuster or to um hollywood video and we would go and rent video games and they ended up renting that game at the hollywood video before my mom decided to just buy it because she's like i can't keep having renting this game back and forth so she ended up just saving up a side and told my dad okay we're going to the store and we're just gonna buy them the game and bought them the game and oh my god and you know, in my my house wrestling is a big deal because my dad had us watching wrestling since we were babies. Oh, I just I didn't know this. Yeah, so we've you been watching wrestling since house we were wrestling babies. Was on TV frequently, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, very cool. Yeah, and it was cool back then when you go to the video store, you get the experience of, re- of picking up the game, looking the shelves, picking up a game, right? Trying it. If you like it, then yeah, you get it later on. Yeah. That was always something that we would sometimes do. Like, we would, like, rent a movie, like, for the Friday night, and then they would be like, Mom, can I get this game? <laughs> and he's like, I'm not getting anything extra, please. And okay, okay. And 
afterwards she would have to end up eventually just buying the game because you know she just couldn't go back and forth oh that's not yeah it doesn't doesn't pay but that is so awesome that you actually like started off with literally from playing a video game that's crazy yeah this video game is powerful powerful thing so uh that's how i discovered it and then and then i was around eight years old at the time and then and then it just followed through um through middle school watching it um and yeah i was hooked i was obsessed with it as a kid so that was definitely my my when i was a kid it was one of my one of my first dreams that and becoming a soccer player my two dreams so wow that is so cool i i, I knew one day i was gonna i was gonna hop in the ring i always knew that that is so cool so do you have any wrestlers you look up to that's another question that was asked here on my list oh, yeah. of questions oh yeah there's tons so we go on we can go on for a while about that but i'll pick my my faves as a kid uh so i loved edge growing up the rated r superstar edge uh loved him loved rob van dam loved oh yes i loved rob van dam yeah rvd yeah huh? great just seeing him go out there do his yes yes so innovative and um yeah i loved from uh there's a promotion some might know it some might not a little more hardcore promotion called ecw that was real real hot in the 90s and uh sabu oh wow yeah 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 i've heard i've heard of sabu yeah for sure yeah yeah so those those are those are probably my tops as a kid and um but yes, it's, it's, it's so many heroes in the sport. Wow, that's awesome. All right, so next question is, what does a typical day like, what is a typical day like for you? And how does it feel on that day of a match? Uh, so, so a lot of training, obviously, as you can imagine, that goes into, that goes into professional wrestling. Um, there's training within the ring, technically all learning all the moves. Um, I go to a school in Connecticut. I go three days a week to, and that's where I do my wrestling, all my training. And then, and then outside of the ring, there's obviously a lot of fitness requirements that are part of it. So, you know, usually I have a workout plan in my day, different kind of workouts could be cardio workouts, could be strength workouts. Um, could be, could even just be something like stretching or yoga, something that's going to keep my body just loose and uh and ready to get strong and ready to go so there's always always a workout going on somewhere in my day and then apart from that a lot of eating because you know you got to fuel the system so i usually eat about five meals a day sometimes six meals a day um so and apart from wrestling what i do outside of of the ring is uh i'm, I'm, a, I'm a private soccer trainer so i train kids all over my where I live that's so cool it's it's it's, uh, it's fun it's I love it I'm very passionate about soccer so I get to share my passion share my love of the sport and uh and, and train these kids and, and teach them you know this the great sport soccer is and uh and I run I run sports camps for kids in the summertime it gets real hot and uh it's it's fun it's, uh, so i work with kids as well um and i always tell people i'm just a big i'm just a kid in a, in a big guy's body it's all that's me <laughs> yeah, I, I know you guys i know you can relate a lot that's of people me relate. i can totally relate to that yes yeah that so and then so to touch on the how i feel the day of a match uh 
I'd be lying if I said there were there, there wasn't some nerves, you know, because nerve the butterflies they come. Um, little, I guess, just being anxious to get out there and right. on the performance that I've worked so hard for, and and uh, and so there's definitely that anticipation that comes the day before or the morning of, and uh, but but there's there's more there's way more excitement that comes with that, you know what I'm saying? So so yeah, they have a match. It's exciting. Um, you know, it's always funny because like there's certain things that I do when I'm when it's time when it's match time. Like the couple days before, I'll go tanning, right? So as as I, as I get more tan and I start looking in the mirror, and they have a match, and I and I and I start looking at myself. Okay, it's time to get into Geo Gavano pro wrestler mode, 100%. And because when I step out through that curtain, you got to become someone else. And I know you guys are a big. You guys are huge into cosplay, and um, it's it's like just changing that that mental right. gear, getting into a new character, new persona, yeah. Uh, and yeah, shifting the intensity a bit. So it's it's exciting, you know. But but without getting too anxious, you got to stay relaxed as well, and just ready to execute when the time comes. But anyway, so it's yes, yeah, it's, it's gearing up in that new mentality, and and uh, it's a fun process. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Next one is: Do you have any starstruck moments? Starstruck moments. Um. So, there. Uh, so my brother, my youngest brother, he he fought leukemia when he was younger. He beat it, and we were lucky enough to be granted a Make-A-Wish from the uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. And my brother chose to meet his favorite soccer player of all time from Italy, a guy who goes by the name of Francesco Totti. He's a legendary player over there. And I just got goosebumps just even saying his name. We got a chance to meet him. Uh, Roma actually came, They came, his team he was playing for, Roma, they came here on a preseason uh, tour. And wow. they, they visited New Jersey, they visited Boston, and we got to go meet him in Boston. We got to meet him after a training session, and uh, it was just, I, that I was completely star, starstruck when he walked out there. Yeah, and just the smell, like even the little things, the smell of his cologne, uh, it's just like, it was a moment I'll never forget, and we got to go watch them play at Fenway Park, they played a soccer game at a baseball stadium, which was cool. And then they came to New Jersey and they played a game against El Salvador national team. And we got to go to that game and we got to go to and eat dinner with the team right before the game. Yeah, it was like... Wow, was, that is so cool. Yeah, to just be surrounded by all these international soccer superstars and to have dinner with them and, and to watch them perform the next night was... was something I'll never forget so that, that's the first one yeah it's a big starstruck moment that comes to my mind wow that's awesome all right next question is any funny story to tell <laughs> um funny stories so um there was uh there was this one it was my first weekend uh, the first weekend I ever wrestled on a show was up 
in Canada. Uh, it was yeah, it was in Ontario, a place called Napanee, Ontario, and we were. I, I wrestled the first the first night, uh, a Friday. No, it was a sat. It was a Saturday in June in Napanee, and then we stayed there in Napanee that night before we would go upstate New York for the next show, and we got. We were out. After the show, we went to a bar, had a few drinks. Uh, we, we hitched a ride home, or to the hotel. We get to the hotel, and one of the wrestlers, his name is, is Randy Sean, and he wrestled at one of the exhibition shows you guys did for Keystone. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. so some of the some of uh, Hoshi's Nerd Squad, I know, Steve, I know you, I know you know Melody. Um, yeah. So Randy Sean, uh, we were in the parking lot. And I was just messing around with my buddy Chris, you know, just like fake wrestling. We were just like fake wrestling each other in the parking lot, just having a good time. Right. But Randy pulled a trash can lid out of nowhere oh and just came and he just wanted to fake hit me, but he swung a little hard. Oh my God. Cut my head open. And oh my I was, God. it was just like, he hit it and I was like, and we look, we all look at each other and we see the blood and we just start bursting out laughing. Oh and, my God. Um, it's just so funny because like I said, it was my first ever weekend wrestling and right. matches went great. I didn't get hurt in the matches, but where, where the place I did pick up a, a Nick was uh, in the parking lot at the hotel. From oh my Nashville. God. <laughs> that was... That, <laughs> I can't imagine that. That like, that would have... I know... I know you guys had probably like a good laugh thinking about that later on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny. It's funny you're like later on thinking about it. I mean, we bring it up yeah. all. It's so fun. All right. So now here goes the fun questions. And all right. I'm going to ask you these. So the fun questions are Do you have a favorite nerd fandom? And if you would like to get into. And if you would like to get into the anime fandom, what genre of anime you would like to get into? Um, so can you specify nerd fandom? Um, comics would be one of them. Hmm, okay. Um, well, I mean, it's, I don't, I wouldn't say I have a nerd fandom, um, I mean, I am a nerd in my own sense, like, of, like, a certain video game. Like, I, I love playing FIFA, and there's this this mode called Ultimate Team, and I'm just, like, a junk, like, where you can go on a market and buy and sell cards and use the cards and build a team and play in the game, and I'm just yeah. such a, I'm such a nerd with that. Like, <laughs> like I'm following the market, I'm following all, what all the, the, the streamers are talking about, and all the YouTubers, and I'm, and I'm trying to, you know, building my own squad. And I mean, just, listen, yeah. if you're into wrestling, that considers you into the nerd fan. <laughs> that's yeah, considered I mean, nerd fan. Yeah. So, so that's one of them. But, but, but I guess the, the the viewers and listeners, they they will, uh, they'll know that. They'll know that yeah. as a pro wrestler. But uh, no, no, nothing like comics or anime. But to, to answer your next question, one of my best friends, Alex Castillo, I don't know if he's listening, but Alex Castillo, he uh, is a great, great buddy of mine, and he loves Naruto, and and he actually has a couple tattoos. Like that's how passionate he is about it. He has a couple tattoos. Wow. Uh, you know, and it's uh, 
and that's so I've always been I've always been curious like because if it's you know if it, it's able to to compel someone so much to get a tattoo and, and they're so passionate about it you know I've always been interested what kind of themes come up in that show and and um and the stories you know and the characters and all that so so the, Naruto is something that's that's uh that's interested me um and I know we spoke a couple times and you mentioned some some sports and some sports and soccer anime so and, and the, you mentioned the one whistle the show whistle and um the other one legendary blue shot so I, those are those are shows that I think I'd love to get into but Melody I know you got the you got all the insight with this stuff I got the four in one one yeah you got <laughs> it but like okay so what what genre of anime would you want to actually start off getting into other than the sports anime like what would be some the type of genre you would probably want to get into so that I can throw you some recommendations because I can I can throw you some really good recommendations I know you can I know you can so I mean you tell you and then you tell me what genre you think uh, other than sports might 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 intrigue me what do you think Okay, so, um, I would end up throwing you, like, my all-time favorite classic, and this is, like, once this podcast goes fully on Spotify, everyone's gonna agree with me, but I'm gonna throw in there Cowboy Bebop. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a classic. It's uh-huh. a timeless classic basically um i got to actually meet the voice actor for the last keystone that we had uh i dressed as the character for that day um yeah amazing um you know the whole anime it revolves around you know bounty hunters and you know like uh basically the whole timeline is like i believe it's 2177 that's the year of the entire timeline so like you know everyone has ships you get to go and travel to different places in the planets um you know involves cyborg cops and you know uh the mob and all of that stuff i mean it's wow so it's got it's, it's, got a lot of it's, it's thick i mean there's martial arts there's everything into one and it is amazing the soundtrack is just unbelievable like all the jazzy music going on it's just it's the best like hands down it's like one of my favorites so cowboy bebop would be definitely one that i would recommend to you cowboy bebop that sounds like it's got everything yes um package a somewhat follow-up to it it's also from the same creator Mm -hmm. it's called samurai shampoo and it's the timeline is around the Edo period in Japan, and there's, you know, there's a, the main character, his name is Mugen, and he will have a lot of, you know, comparisons to the main character of Cowboy Bebop named Spike. So you will see that once you end up watching both of them. Um, and, you know, he's cocky but he also has this sense of humor but i mean it's like crazy but at the same so time even though even though he, he's cocky he's still likable yes and it's it's crazy i mean the the action is amazing i i love it so that would be a top two 
All right. right. Samurai Shampoo and Cowboy and Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Wow. Um, I'm going to give you three more. And... I'm going to jot these down right now. <laughs> the back of my head recommended Jojo's Bizarre Adventure but everyone would probably laugh at me and be like I know you did not just recommend this guy Jojo's Bizarre Adventure but um (laughs) it's crazy the whole it's it's bizarre that's the reason why it's called that for a reason uh the timelines are just you know really confusing you're not gonna understand anything that's going on at first when you watch the animation but then afterwards it will make sense but even even if you watch it from the get-go it's kind of yeah i I recommend best reading the actual comic the mangas they are like okay thick old books but they are the art is amazing the art style is amazing because it started these series started back in like 87 so it's still it's still going on like 30 years later we're still like now like at part seven part eight of this series um but it's expanded it just keeps expanding yeah it has expanded and it, it goes to different you know timelines because it does the first part starts off in England then it goes on you know he ends up from England they end up you know in America so they end up in New York and um from there it just keeps on I think believe the fifth part that is out right now it's actually in Italy and the main character his nickname in the Japanese version is actually Gio believe it or not oh so his name is Giorno Giovanna, and he is part of a gang, and they're trying to be another gang called the Passione. And it's it's crazy, and you're not gonna like probably understand Wait, so which, anything this, that's going on. Show this one. It's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. Yeah, it's it's insane, but the art. You know the action is just like completely out of this world and you just watch it and you know a lot of newer people that i've introduced them to watch it they're like what the hell did i just watch but why is this so good <laughs> wow so it's so bizarre like the name yes, says um, but it just and i mean i have figures of these characters i have the video games so they actually have two video games out for it um I wear some of the merchandise of it, so I mean, I love it. Like, I'm a big fan. My first cosplay props were actually a JoJo's Bizarre, Bizarre Adventure. I made a... Uh, oh, your first? Yes, my first props was a five-foot-tall sword for this part one of the series. Holy and shit. I made that by hand using wood and foam and foam board with the hilt having letters on it engraved with a hot exacto knife and i made that about slice it i had to like be able to slice around it with the hot exacto knife to be able to get it to like stay imprinted on there on the foam Mm. because it was the only way it would actually stay there and uh 
made a lot. You made a lot of props. So for that to be the first, the first that's one, my made, first one, yeah. I made got a lot of sentimental value to you. Then that's that's big. Yeah, uh, that was about six years ago that I made that, and that the thing crazy part was that I had a group, so it was other JoJo cosplayers with me, who was cosplaying one of them, and I was doing a girl version of one of the male characters, um, and. They left me in charge doing all of the props. So I ended up making eight props in three months before the con. So I ended up making a hat for one of the characters. I ended up making a cane for one of the characters. My character used a hammer and these clacker balls. Like, you know, those those clacker toy balls? I had to end up getting actual ones that looked almost exact like the ones in the anime. And I had to actually spray paint them and design them and everything. I mean, I did a lot for it, but I still own the sword. I still own the hammer. And unfortunately, I'm actually putting both hammer and sword on sale. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. I I sadly can't take it with me. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if there was a, if there was a, like a magic vault, you could put every single prop you ever made in and keep it. That'd be, that'd be pretty amazing. But yes. It was a very tricky and very complicated prop to make that sword, especially because there's no patterns. There's nothing online for you to do it. I had I spent three hours with my friend over the phone, screen taking photos on the TV of the animation, like close-ups of that sword, and you know, blowing up pictures from like the comic to be able to get all of that and do a whole pattern on paper first, cut it up. And then be able to do all of all of that, and I had to tell my father, uh, I need a two by three board, and you need to cut it for me this shape because I need it for this. And he's like, Are you gonna trace it or what? Like, I'm not gonna do it for you. <laughs> had to go in. The- well, I mean, yeah, he wanted to help you create that vision, and that's the cool thing is that is what you created was completely yeah. original. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of. A lot of pain went through making that, by the way, and a lot of tears because I remember crying while building that thing. <laughs> it was crazy, but I did it, and it was nice. And yeah, and it was, and, and I'm sure it, it wowed a lot of people at that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody, everybody wanted the sword. Everybody wanted it, and you know, it 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 was something that like. I think I haven't done like a major prop like that since like probably like for Keystone. Before Keystone, I ended up making another one, which is my big Devil May Cry sword, and that one I'm I'm keeping because that one took me a lot of work to do. But um, I did make one for the video game Devil May Cry when I cosplayed one of the characters from the series. Well, but, the other sword, I mean, it's one you'll not, you'll never forget, and I hope you get the price you deserve when you when you do sell it. I, I hope so. I hope so. All right. So, even though that, even though JoJo was a back of my head <laughs> anime that I didn't want to really recommend, but I wanted to recommend anyway. So, it's not really a number three, but it's something that you would want to probably check out if you want to. But I'm gonna end up sliding in the other three. So, All right. Go. Number three that I would actually recommend 
Um, I would have to say, and this one is actually, they did a remake for it. So it's actually on Netflix and it's called Baki. And it's actually, the original is actually Baki the Grappler. And is uh, this one is a boxing anime. And it is awesome. And I mean, when you check it out, you're going to be like, what is this? Because it is so good. It is so good. They, this is the remake for it that they did. They, like, I guess remastered the whole anime. But it's really good. I love boxing. Um, I love, you know, boxing movies. Um, yeah. Big fan. Um, so turn that, give it some anime flavor. Yeah, it, I want to check that out, Melanie. It sounds really cool. awesome. Uh, number two, I will definitely throw in there the Street Fighter series. Okay, classic. Very good. Those are the best. Obviously, I'm familiar with the video game. I can watch those every day, all day, and then after that, go and play the video game. Like, I love them. They they are Who's just your favorite. If you if you if you could only let me ask you this, Melly. Let me return this around. And ask you a question. Oh my god! <laughs> One character who would it be? What do you mean? You could only be one Street Fighter character for the rest of your life. Ah, this is so hard. Why? Why you put me on the spot? Oh my god. I was, you know, I just, I, I, that's what I do sometimes. Oh my god. Okay, so you didn't actually get to see this at Keystone for the last Keystone that we all attended, but I did cosplay Vega Ooh. on the last day of Keystone. I cosplayed Vega. Ah, so the, the Sunday of Keystone? Yes, I cosplayed ah. Vega, wow. and um, I did more of his like video game debut version because he has like the brown hair because the wig that I had gotten for him, for some odd reason, it was just, I guess, made weirdly, and it wasn't allowing me to braid it. Like, it was not allowing me to actually braid the hair. So I'm like, okay, plan B, I'm just gonna use my own hair. And my mom's looking at me and she's like, you chopped off a few inches of hair, so how is this gonna work? Because his hair's longer than yours. And I'm like, I don't know, I'll figure something out. And I remember French braid in my hair and um, I had to improvise with a different set of pants because the pants that I had actually customized turned out that on the day of the con, for some reason, they didn't want to fit me neither. And I was just screaming at my best friend on the phone, I'm like, they don't fit me. And he's like, maybe you should have decided to like find the right size when you bought these pants. And Oh my God! Oh, you, the pants weren't big enough. The hair wasn't long enough. The, but yes, it, it was a mess. But I pulled it off and I put it together and oh. I went with it. I made the mask out of like a foam, like foam sheet, because the mask that I wanted, I was gonna pay for 3D made mask, and the mask that I wanted was never gonna come before Keystone never was going to come before Keystone. I was supposed to order it two months prior. And when I was going to order it, they told me, sorry, we, you can't, you know, get it before that time. So I'm like, okay, I have to think of something. And I just made it like out of foam. It was, I just, you know, made, drew the shape and put it together and just made a little mask. But, you know, I like Vega, but he's not like a top fave of mine. If I would have to choose anybody... And 
it's again it's hard because it has to come down between Ryu, Sakura, or Chun-Li. Mm. Yeah. They won't have to come down to one of those three. Those are the ones that I use the most. There we go. Yeah. I was looking for. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So the Street Fighter the Street Fighter series is just as intense, huh? Yes. They're really good. They are really good. And the last one, I would say. I'm trying to come up in the top of my head to a really good anime that I can end up bringing up that you could easily be able to find anywhere or if not I'll probably just on the sneak tip just slip slip a website that you could go and watch it <laughs> I wouldn't know I'm trying to think hey, how about you give me a nice platform where I can go and, and, and um, okay and, so I know Baki you could be able to definitely watch on Netflix Cowboy Bebop and, and Samurai Shampoo is on Hulu, so you could be able to watch those on Hulu. Mm. Um, the Street Fighter series, I have to research where to find them, but there is an app. I believe there's an app, or if you own a smart TV, certain smart TVs actually have this app in there. There's an app called um, Midnight Pulp, and you go on there, I have, a, I have a Samsung Smart TV, so there's a section, there's an app called Midnight Pulp, and they have like a variety of anime, and right on there, I've been able to actually uh, see Street Fighter. So they have Street Fighter on there. Wow. I'm street- yeah. What about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you can be able to watch on the Crunchyroll app, which is also a website, and check it out there. And they have all of them from season, from the first season all the way to like the fifth one. Uh huh. My recommendation would be if you're okay with reading subtitles, watch a subtitle because the dub is very odd sounding, and I actually dislike the subtitle. The the the. I dislike the dubbed version. I like the subtitle more. Yeah, I agree. I the agree. voices sound like they actually fit more to the characters. Oh, yeah, I don't mind reading the subtitles. Before after yeah. after minutes, you don't even you don't even notice them. You just you're following it. You know? Right. Um. I'm gonna say I'm trying to figure out for uh, another the last anime to throw you on there because. I don't remember really what it was. The last one I was gonna say. <laughs> I would not I would not mention Dragon Ball Z because that is everybody says it's overrated, even though I love Dragon Ball Z. But I will not say Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, too yeah. too mainstream. You wanna give me some yeah. yeah, I got you. I understand that. But if it if if one comes to you later, just reach out, let me know. And I'll throw it on the list. You got you got I me mean, we got a nice list going here. <laughs> Um, I would say because I'm trying to bring I'm trying to throw you in there like action um I would throw in there as a number one and really I wouldn't consider it a number one but it would still be like on my top five I would actually say Yu Yu Hakusho now Yu Yu Hakusho is basically Ghost Files and um, it's of a kid that um, he apparently dies in a car crash 
but gets brought back to life and um they he becomes a ghost detective <laughs> and um there's a lot of action going on where he gets to actually fight in a dark tournament against evil beings and monsters and everything and i mean it gets pretty crazy but i mean the action is just awesome um my baby sister has become a big fan of it and it's funny because your baby sister likes the action like you oh yes she loves it she wants to cosplay one of the characters um has made me get her merchandise (laughs) um she loves it she loves it and it's crazy because you know when i tell people oh you know my baby sister is a big fan and they're looking at me like she wasn't even born when the series came out and i'm like i know (laughs) no matter but she loves it so it's it's another one i would definitely tell you to check out yu yu Hakusho. and that one i believe all the tips here melody thank you you're welcome i believe it's also on Hulu, but I will have to double check. I'm not sure, but I will have to double check if it is on. Well, I'm sure you know. We have the internet now; it's a beautiful thing. Figure out one way or another. Okay, so we're going to cut the anime and let me finish off all these questions that I have here because there's only like probably like two more left. So, one of them is if you could be any fictional character or live live there for a day who would it be and why oh man that's a great that's a great that's a great uh question now do, have you so we just talked about street fighter how about this now i'm going to take it over to tekken oh oh my right? god <laughs> Let's take it over to Tekken here, and I'm gonna go with Jin Kazama. Wow. Yeah, how about that? How about that curveball? Wow. And, and, I'm, and I'm gonna throw something into the mix here with Jin Kazama. You know, there's a lot. Obviously, we know there's a lot of hatred, right? Um, with with Kazama and and um, the Heihachi yeah. situation there, and I don't know. I, I, I would like to, to go into that situation and just bring some bring some love into the mix because it's you know as much as it entertains us that they that they're against each other right. and it's you know two forces good and evil I just want to bring I want to bring everyone to goodness and to love and so I think I'm gonna go into the to the Tekken world I've always been fascinated by those Tekken characters and and Jin Kazama is is a badass. And Jin Kazama, you know, he's got incredible fighting ability, and uh, and yeah, so I, I think that'd be that'd be a blast. You you hit me with that one. I was not expecting you coming out with Tekken. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was we, that was along with SmackDown, Just Bring It, and FIFA 2001. That was my first PlayStation 2 game. Was Tekken Tag Tournament. And wow. it was amazing. I, I owned game. all of these games. I've played all of these games. So it's like, I was not expecting for you to come out of nowhere and say Tekken. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I mean, I mean, plus I think this whole conversation just got me in that spirit too. 
So, so I think that's the zone I'm in and Tekken came to my mind. And I think, I don't know, there's just something about Jin Kazama that I love. I like, like, do you remember the intro of Tekken Tag Tournament where like he's by the stream? Yeah. And who's, what's the name of the girl? It's not coming to me right now. There were so many female characters, so I don't even know. I forget the name. I know, right? It's like confusing. Somebody's getting confusing. But she was with, she was like walking by the stream with him or to see him. And it was just like, I don't know, it just like, it seemed like such a, I, I, I felt the connection with, with that, that intro video and that, that setting and that character. I don't know. There's something about it. You got me now wanting to go on eBay later and search these games so that I can stream them. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be cool. Do you, do you still I'm have a PlayStation I'm 2? I'm actually trying to do a PlayStation 2 stream. Ooh. Um, but I have to get a connection, uh, extra connection for the system. And um, there's a few games that I have for, you know, for PlayStation 2. I actually have SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 for PlayStation 3 that okay. I want to stream. And I can't because I have to get another piece to be able to set it up on the capture okay. card. Well, yeah, a Tekken stream would be pretty. Yeah. And there's a lot of, which, which is your favorite Tekken game? Oh my god. That one would be one of them. And oh my god. There's so many of them. I haven't played Tekken in so long, so. Yeah, it's been, yeah. It's I mean, it's hot about But, you know, and yeah, I used to play a lot of Tekken, Street Fighter, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive was also a good one. So, yeah. Oh my god. You just, you just. Threw me there with that. <laughs> You're welcome, Melody. We're rubbing off on each other. All right, and last two questions. Um, let's see. This one would have to do with music. What what kind of music you're into? Oh, so um, I I I'm, I love alternative rock. Um. I like I like all, all different kinds of rock. I'm big into rock, and I love I love dance music. Um, you know, I love putting a good like those kind of those kind of that kind of music, rock dance music. It gets gets gives you know raises my vibration. I feel good listening to it. I can work out to it. I can drive to it. Um, and I do as a wrestler. Right. Some some may know this, but we do a lot of traveling. Yeah. Lots of traveling. So. It's great to be able to throw in some headphones or throw on the car radio, and uh, and, and and just jam out to some nice. Uh, I love I love a band called Phoenix. I love them since high school. Uh, the more mainstream band that a lot of people might know is the Killers. Love them. Um, and then I'll, I'll listen to some some dance and techno music, like a lot of DJs from Europe, like Armin Van Buren, um, Paul Van Dyke these guys above and beyond like I, I I just yeah it's that's music that I love too so it's those are probably the two main genres but I mean mean being that you like you know work with so many people obviously you're also going to listen to other type of genres amongst everybody yeah. else that's there exactly I mean yeah I got a lot of variety There's yeah variety. but those are the go-tos that that sounds like me <laughs> 
I listen to everything. Well, I grew up listening to everything, so. Yeah, well, what about right now? Like, what are you into at this moment? Me? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I did mention to you that um, I do sing. I, I wanted to do that professionally, um, but it never happened. Uh, and I listen to a bit of everything. Like, my, my mom... My mom was really big with like a lot of like classic rock when when she was younger and um like the whole Motown sound and a lot of my dad liked a lot of dance music from back in the day. So nice. there was always dance everyone was dancing always in my house. Um you know, my mom was really also big with a lot of like punk rock and a lot of the new wave stuff and you know R&B and pop music and all of that so i listen to all of that so i'm always listening i i listen now to more older stuff than before because a lot of music nowadays i have no idea what's going (laughs) but um we got the variety that's for sure yeah but i i I listen to a little bit of everything really like i listen to a little bit of everything but if i would have been able to become artist I wanted to it would have been more like you know I could have probably thrown in there some alternative but I could have also been able to do like the R&B stuff and probably some a catchy pop tune but not That's as much a lot of influence from your mom yeah nice yeah so I don't know. I'm just that before I started the podcast with you, I was listening to music, waiting for you to come in. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, it's it's yeah, part of I'm like, let me turn off Spotify. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's All great. right. So the last one is any upcoming shows or matches and how can people find your matches? and let us know your social media handles and all of that stuff and i know you guys have a match soon so you can mention that on here if you want to yeah so so to get all the info uh i know a lot of your viewers listeners followers they're on instagram Mm -hmm. type in on instagram g-i-o underscore g-a-l-v-a-n-o g-o underscore galvano and you'll find me you'll find um all the promotional material all the, the links to the matches, um, to the websites where you can check out all the great, great wrestling action. April, this month's big month. Um, so on April, on April 24th, uh, Invictus Professional Wrestling will be hosting their big spring show called In Bloom to mean Washington Township, New Jersey. And you can see the ticket link right in my bio on Instagram. And it's going to be a big show, the biggest show in Victus's history so far. And so we're really excited about that. It's going to be an outdoor show. So anyone who's concerned about COVID, no worries. There's going to be, you know, masks required, hand sanitizing stations, take your temperature when you come in and it's outdoors. Um, so it's, it's going it's to be on a Saturday and uh, it's going to be a blast. So if, if you're in the, the tri-state area, you can make that show. That'd be amazing. You won't regret it, believe me. And you'll get to see me in action. I'll be defending my my global syndicate wrestling championship, which is another promotion that I have. Uh, I'll be doing some work for GSW. Um, we have some shows coming up this month, so uh, taped shows. So you'll be able to check those out. Again, if you go on my Instagram, you'll, you'll be able to find those. And uh, a lot of good stuff coming up with Northeast Wrestling, another promotion that I that I work for. And uh, yeah, so if you go on Instagram. 
if you're on Twitter, you can go to geo underscore official. Make the O an official. Make it a zero. And you can find me on there. All right. Awesome. And yes, also check out our IG stories because we sometimes do share some of Geo stuff on our IG stories. So you guys could also be able to check that out if you can't end up now you can finding him. Now you voice to the, to the name. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You're not just seeing that, that uh, super Italian name on there. It's like, hey, now you know who, you, who you're talking about. So very thank you again, Melody, and to the rest of Hoshi's Nerd Squad for all your continued support. It really does mean a lot to me, and you guys, you guys were there back at the the first Comic Con at Keystone in Philadelphia when we met uh, in 2018, yes. and uh, that was one of my first weekends as a as a professional wrestler, as was for a couple of my. Was my that also your first Comic Con? First Comic Con, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that was something that I'll never forget, and and yeah, I know a couple of the other wrestlers who I trained with at my school. That was their first Comic Con as well, so. Uh, the Hoshi's Nerd Squad, you guys do amazing work. You guys are you guys are awesome, and thank you again so much for the support. We love you. Thank you so much. So that's the end of our podcast. Um, thank you so much, Gio, for being our special guest. And yep. make sure you guys check out this podcast on Spotify when I make it available in a few. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast. It's going to be a fun one as well. So this is Melody, your host for Hoshi's Nerd Squad's podcast, and I'm signing out.